a puzzle can be hard to put together, but you don't seem too complicated. <laughs> Isn't that such a good haunted child? And you just had that, and you didn't even know you had that. So, all right, so what, what, are, what are the pitches? What's the movie pitch? Okay, all right. Oh, so it's, it's going to okay. be like that child is Rory Kinnear, because all men yeah. in A24 movies have to be Rory Kinnear now. So it's going to be like creepy child, sailor suit, uh, uh, big lollipop. Yeah, uh, sharp and drippy lollipop, and then right, you never want a lollipop to be sharp and drippy. I so it's Rory Kinnear. Uh, his I dub his it's his voice is me <laughs> doing my incredible like A plus S tier haunted uh-huh, child uh-huh. impression. And he called it remarkable young Matt. Yes, yes perfect. Fuck. Okay, right. Yeah, so so Rory, Rory Kinnear's <laughs> agent, if you're listening, uh, we have a very interesting project, and you can film it in Britain, which means that you will be able to get past the strikes. That's true. That's true. Also, A24's agent, if you're listening, and can get us Rory Kinnear. <laughs> oh, well, if you can get him. If we, all we need to do is... Atta- we could attach Rory Kinnear to so much good stuff. And <laughs> I think. We could attach him to a... What could we attach, like a radiator in the studio? <laughs> oh, no, no, no. Because uh, Rory Kinnear, he's... Okay, so every A24 film, it's like, it's a metaphor, right? Sure. And the, the haunt, it's like gritty boss baby. Remarkable oh, young man. The, yeah, it's the reboot of Boss Baby that, like, the baby is actually, like, it says something about capitalism, you know, in a way that the original Boss Baby didn't. And Rory Kinnear is the Boss Baby, but he's, like, an adult with a baby voice, and yes. it's like, oh, yeah, it's like capitalism is like this mad baby, and then <laughs> I guess so, is it? Is we, we, we are on, what, like, day five of the mini heat wave now, I should say. Yeah, we're on day five of the mini heat wave. We're discovering our lost talents or talents we didn't know we had. Uh, we're doing great. Um, hi, everybody. It's the, let the movie pitch uh, corner is now at an end because we mm. finally pitched the perfect movie. Yeah, that's right. And Mummy says it's your favorite podcast, Trash Future. <laughs> oh, I hate that. <laughs> we got a we got a big show for you today that won't include any more. Haunted Victorian child yeah, voice. We can't, we can't really promise that. We can't really promise It's that. quite difficult to hold it back. You know, we're going to have some facts about Lex Greensill. No, that's coming in the next one. Damn, fuck. Yeah, no, no, no. Uh, we got a little, bit of, a little bit of news, a little bit of discussion, and then, you know what? Sometimes life just gives you a new Liz Truss interview, and <laughs> that's just like, well, sorted, perfect. I love talking about this. I love reading it. I love everything she says. Yeah, you can so. kind of like clock off early in terms of planning the episode after that. Yeah, you know? it's like, uh, oh, can we have a... It's, it's Liz Truss doing or saying anything is the equivalent of the teacher wheeling in. I guess I'm the teacher. It's when I get to wheel in the TV. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So let's, uh, but let, let's talk about a little bit, little bit of news. One of the things that jumped out at me recently is it was recently announced uh, that if Jeremy Corbyn stood for the London mayoralty, which he is not ruling out, then Sadiq Khan would lose to Susan Hall. Okay, so I, I, I kind of I accept this framing, first of all. I, I don't disagree that if Corbyn ran, he would split the vote and he would lead to the Conservatives winning. However, I do think it would be funny. Yes. A, it would be funny because, hey, if you didn't want Corbyn to run as a spoiler candidate, I don't know, give him a reason not to. That's kind of what politics is. If he has the power to do that, he has the power to do that. And you can't just complain about it. You do have to give him something to make him go away. Yeah, well, I mean, the problem with Sadiq Khan, right, is that, like, as much as he is on the left of the Labour Party, that doesn't mean that he is on the left. 
And there are a lot of people in London who are further left than him who would gladly vote for, you know, uh, Jeremy Corbyn himself. So, you know, at some point, you maybe need to address that, even on the sort of, like, left or, like, lib wing of the party, that, you know, maybe you got to have some concessions to it's quite, us. It's quite funny, because I think the expectation was always that Jeremy Corbyn should just know his place, and his mm. place being, like, you should just exist so that people can be mad at you. We teach Corbyns to shrink themselves, <laughs> to make themselves smaller. Like, your job, your job is just to sit there and let us get mad at you, and you're not allowed to do anything, you're not allowed to say anything, unless mm. those things serve that purpose. And the problem is, is that if you run for, like, an elected position, and crucially, if you run with like a fairly good infrastructure behind you, and like someone who could really genuinely kind of cause like a you know a political well who could cause like political significance, that's when suddenly you're doing the wrong thing, and so these people are sort of pointing at and being like, no, you should you should know your place, you should know what you're doing. Don't do anything except for the thing that you're doing, uh, or the or the thing that we think that you should do. Um, and you're right; it's like none of, none of it makes any sense, but. Uh, it it is quite funny, but the reaction sort of seems to be this mixture of because I, I also saw in some I also saw and I don't know whether I misread like some of the responses to this poll, but it was also like oh I hope Jeremy Corbyn win has run so that Sadiq doesn't win because because of his like Ula's expansion and that will prove that actually Keir Starmer was right all along. It did, it was very confusing to me, and it yeah. was very much a case of like it was very much a case of like well what do you actually want? And so many of the things when I read. And like talk about British politics on this show, and just generally, it's like, well, I don't know what these people actually want. Well, what they what they want is uh, Captain Gatso, and you know what will truly boil <laughs> his piss is Jeremy Corbyn running for mayor. Here's the thing, though, right? Um, about because he hasn't ruled it out, he hasn't announced any policies. Just it's more interesting to be like, hey, you could make him not do that by giving him some concessions. The alternative, of course, being Susan Hall. And in a sense, I mean, we've talked about Susan Hall in this show before. I mean, hmm. I think every country's major city should have the weirdest type of person from that city be its mayor for at least a while. Oh, the crank mayor program. Yeah, like Toronto had Rob Ford, who is a classic style of Canadian oaf. Mm -hmm. Lori Lightfoot, classic Chicagoan. Yeah, classic Chicago weirdo. Eric Adams, a, a swagged out cop from New Jersey, a classic New York person. O only in New York, and by New, New York we mean New Jersey. Like <laughs> only, only near New York. And Susan Hall is also a perfect outer London, um, like suburban oh, she, busy Yeah, she's body. like a sort of southwestern London psycho, which is perfect. I mean, she could be London's Eric Adams, you know. And, and she's weird enough and Facebook enough that she could be as odd as Eric Adams, but from a British perspective. Susan Hall personally euthanizing a bully XL. Uh, we wearing a Gaia describing herself with no basis as being Croatian. Uh, the city of London was built on a horde of jewels, and that's why it has swag. Mm. Uh, all, all of this, all of these things. I think that that's as weird as Eric Adams. I don't think it'd be the same thing. Like, for example, here's yeah, I'm I'm doing all Adams bits instead of like she shows up with like a cowboy wearing a fedora to a press conference. You know, here's how I'm going to tweak it. She doesn't euthanize a bully XL on camera. She actually takes all of the confiscated ones and makes them Met Police officers. <laughs> like she, the, the, the Met Police gain a battalion of bully XLs whose job is to maul children who who have poor school uniform. Yeah, the, discipline. The, the training's already sorted. You know, uh, it, the so I mean, this is really funny about Susan Hall too because she has two policies running for mayor, which are anti-Ulez and like anti-crime, but not in a way that requires spending any money. 
And this really like threads the needle, right? Is you, you take all of the like ULES cameras and stuff down and you give all of the bully XLs police badges. You strap the ULES cameras to the bully XLs, connect them to the bully's brain, and then Susan Hall, through a Neuralink system, gains distributed intelligence through 10,000 gigantic <laughs> dogs. I love watchdogs. Uh, speaking of uh, the, the bullies, though, it's. Um, if, if you ever wanted to see kind of um, a perfect opinion that makes no one mad, you should check out our one on <laughs> extra large American bulldogs. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. So if you're listening to this going, uh, what the fuck are you guys talking about? Uh, th- this has been a sort of the thing that we all decided we were going to talk about in Britain over the last couple of days, which is uh, the fact that it seems every dog now is just a sort of like 60 kilogram murder machine. Uh, and uh, sometimes they just, you know, uh, kill a kid. And you know, maybe that's good, maybe that's bad. Who can say? Uh, yeah, maybe the kid scared the dog into killing them. Did you think about that? Maybe the kid had bad vibes. You know, yeah. you don't know these things. What, what if it was a haunted child? <laughs> <laughs> what, if what if that? What if that's the origin story of a remarkable young man? Like the boy yeah. gets killed by an bu- American bully. And becomes a guy. Yeah, I mean, to be fair, that that is legitimately self defense. If there's like a haunted, cursed, or otherwise paranormal, child. if the child like comes up to you in like a 1950s school uniform, you know, a lot of grey like cloth, and it's like, and he says we're good at puzzles. Get him, you know, like a hundred percent justified. On Halloween, though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Well, the the child murder rate in London goes back to like Victorian levels for the thirty first and first only. <laughs>